Blog Talk Radio. Of the pajama party, I'm one host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh, another Friday night. Mm-hmm. How's everybody tonight? Everything's cool here. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Okay. That's good. Ah. A long week, huh? It has been. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got all this distressing news today. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, England lost uh, the Queen's husband. Yeah, Prince Philip. Yeah, I guess the United States lost DMX. Huh? Yeah. Ooh, hmm. that's a lot going on. Yep. It's Both been milestone ages ninety nine and fifty. Mhm. Yeah, that might be the number tomorrow. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, oh, man. Prince Philip had a birthday coming up, didn't June. he? June the 20th. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who uh, Harry attends. Uh, I guess they, all eyes are going to be on Harry and the yeah. wife. So, yeah. So we'll see. Well, I did hear that they did reach out with a short message. I don't know how short it was, but they did reach out and send condolences to I'm the sure Nobody has anything against their granddaddy. You know. Yeah. That's a whole nother. Grandpapa's a whole nother level. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, before we get into the rundown and everything, I just wanted to run something by you guys. This is a quick what-would-you-do situation. Now, we heard about this story out of Augusta, Georgia this week. There was a business, uh, a restaurant, where a thief broke in and... I don't know what he stole, tried to get some money out the register, but he busted the glass window trying to get into place. But it was all caught on the uh, cameras within the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the owner of the restaurant said, it's only going to cost me $1,000 to fix the door. But he posted on Facebook, I would like for the person who broke into my store to get in touch with me. I'd like to give you a job. Mm-hmm. No strings. No police will be involved. You will not be prosecuted, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But I want to give you a job. Wow. Now, my question is, what would you do? <laughs> if that was your store, you see this person on, on the camera, what would you do? Kevin, I'm going to go to you first. Oh, Lord. Um, me, I'm kind of 50-50. I think, it, you know, people always, you know, want to. Needs a second chance. We don't know why he broke into the store. Why he stole the money? Why he needed something to eat? Never know. Um, so I guess depending on what he stole. If he stole some money, then I'm not gonna put you. If I hire you, I'm not gonna put your ass on the cash register. Simple as that. Yeah, he was um, trying to get money out of the cash register. Okay. Um, 
Was he successful or didn't say? It didn't really say. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, he was saying they don't really keep that much in the register. Right. The door costs more than what he got out of the register. I got to. Well, well, first I would be pissed. And as far as me reaching out, I don't think I would do that. But uh, I don't know. If if I did, I would offer him a job, sure, temporary basis, see how he work out. Figure out what's going on with the brother. You know, he might have some serious issues. So, you know, mm-hmm. second chances. I mean, you know, we all okay. need it. Okay. Well, <laughs> representing the Bleeding Heart Society. <laughs> what would you say, Papa Didi? What would you do? I don't believe y'all going to hand me this. <laughs> you Inquiring know, minds want to know. I don't, I don't want to sound cynical. And I don't want to sound un unconcerning but you know i just i just guess that uh my life at this point and um how i feel about different situations that happen in life and the age i am and, and the way i was raised i'm not uh, when a person took that situation and took advantage of me mm-hmm. you know at this point, I, I don't, I don't really care who they are or where they are, and they better not come back because I really don't have no sympathy. I don't have any, I don't have anything to give them at all. You know, I, I'm sure there's 20 people in front of them in my life that I can give something to before I got to go to somebody that tried to rob me, and and you know, and 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 plus to rob me means that you have. Uh, Maybe cased me, you know, watch my situation, observe my situation, hmm. saw what I do, how I do, when I do, when I leave, when it's empty, what you thought and whatever. And if you think I left money in my cash register when I left out of here, you were definitely a damn fool. So that's one reason why I ain't give you no application. And also, you know, you cost me $1,000 before you hired you. So therefore, what is this? If I am going to hire you, I'm going to hire you as what's called an indentured servant. You're gonna be working off that money you made me spend, but oh, but okay. but I would only have you in charge of trash and 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 a mop with the and I'll give you a convenience so where you can put the mop in a little squeezy joint. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to wring it out with your hands. That's the only favor okay. I give you. What would you do, Rayla? I don't believe that I would hire this person. Now, what's the question? What was the question again for? The question is, oh, oh, the question was, there was a a guy who has a restaurant in a, in Augusta, Georgia, who was burglarized. He saw the whole thing on the cameras, and he was trying to reach out to the person who broke into his restaurant with the offer of a job. So I posed the question to uh, to Kettle and to Papaditi. What would you do in that situation? And Kettle's response was? Kettle said she would go ahead, give the man a job, but she wouldn't put him in charge of any money. Mm-hmm. She believes in second chances. Right. Did I sum that up correctly, Kettle? You sure did. Okay. <laughs> Papa Didi said he might allow him to go ahead and work off the $1,000 that he cost by busting the, the glass door of the restaurant to get in. And that's by being either a janitor 
<laughs> or either in charge of trash. Right. Okay. He wouldn't be in charge of nothing that had any kind of value. validity or value or anything. <laughs> yeah. Because this person ripped me off. Right. You know, so therefore I'm not even. I'm not. You are. You've been in my place already. Right. You know, it's almost like you slept in my damn bed. Oh. Right. So you know. So. Well, you, I what feel. Do I do feel that people should get an opportunity for a second chance, but I feel that second chances should be earned not just given. And I feel that when you violate my place of business or whether it was my business or my home, I feel like you have kind of canceled out your opportunity for me to first trust you to say I'm going to entrust you to give you another opportunity because what I'm not going to do is give you another opportunity to rip me off again. Yeah. If you needed a job, you should have come through the front door respectable and said, hey, are you hiring I'm in desperate need of a job. I'll take anything. Mm-hmm. I just really need a job. My family is in whatever. I'm in whatever situation. Tell me the truth. But don't bust a, throw a brick through my joint, cost me money. I, I can't see that I would be like, come on, man, where are you? I won't prosecute. Just come find me. Look me up. I want to hire you. I, 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 I'm not the one. Yeah, I don't. I just I, feel like you know I don't have any level of trust that you're not going to do something harmful to me again. It seems to so. me like the person owned the restaurant and posted that he's going to try to hire the person that robbed him, you know, off from a job. It seemed like maybe that was a, a, a publicity, a, a publicity ploy yeah. like that. But yeah. you got to understand that when you hire somebody, you're giving them more access now to your establishment. Mm-hmm. You're bringing him back into the bosom. This person first robbed you. Now you're going to try to find them out of nowhere, a person you don't even know. You're going to bring him back into the bosom of your establishment where he's going to learn more about you. And you don't even right. know this person. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a bleeding heart like that. I just don't, you know, I just don't. No. Uh, and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me as far as how I feel about stuff, but I'm just so cold-blooded. But I'm just not, like I said, I, I got probably 10 friends and family in front of him of, of family members I may not really trust, but I may feel like I need to do that to please the memory of my mother or something. You know what I mean? I would feel a little differently if this person had to come back and apologize and said, look, I was the one that did that. I am so sorry. I will work to pay it back to you. If you come back to me respectable like an adult and say, that was my fault, my bad, my mistake, I was in a desperate place, and I'm going to work to pay this back to you at some point. Hmm. But I just wanted you to know that, you know, it wasn't personal. I was just in a desperate spot. If you had come to me like that, then I might have been inclined to say, look, can you push a broom? Man, I would have, you can work off the thousand, but if you're just gonna stay in the shadows, I would have talked to him to the cops. Got there. <laughs> you would have I really, I would have talked to him to the cops. Came and said, "Here's the one that robbed me. Lock his ass up." Okay. You well, know? if if you got I mean, you got yeah. any um, comments on that, hit us up tonight nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six and press one. Yeah, that was just uh, what what would you do question? Yeah. Yeah. Of the night, uh, uh, getting right. to our first hot topic. Well, we're going to do the rundown. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, all right. You, you, you fired me already? Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Good. Ready to go. All right, we're going to do our rundown with Kettle. Uh, go ahead. Tell us what
South Carolina shooting, um, ex-NFL player Philip Adams. Unfortunately, he killed five people. Also, two vaccine sites closed after adverse reactions to Johnson Johnson shot. Uh, hidden quitted headlines. The NRA boss, Wayne LaPrier, uh, I'm sorry, LaPerrier, LaPrier, says he didn't tell groups top officials of bankruptcy plans. Also, bus torch in more uh, Belfast violence. Also, Deshaun Watson, attorney, says Texans quarterback engaged in uh, consensual sex acts during massages. Also, two New York City doormen fired after failing to intervene during an assault. And um, uh, Trisha Jones, first black woman uh, in St. Louis, wins mayor race. Our cocktail of the week is called the Americano. Uh, what's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. Of course, we got to lighten it up. A uh, couple freaked out after finding hidden speakers around neighborhood. Also, reigning Mrs. World arrested over on-stage tussle uh, in uh, Sri Lanka. And uh, Cincinnati Police Probe reported sightings of loose monkeys. Okay, um, I'm just saying with red wine, you need to get your life. Living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up. I got quite a bit tonight. The kisser list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics. Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass. Goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa DD myself. I'm going to hit them up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of yours, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. All right, I got the first one, but before we get into the first hot topic, we got something hotter than a hot topic. How about that? Uh oh. Um, the the original pajama party, the adult radio show, pajamas only. That's us. We're on iTunes now, Spotify, our uh, iHeartRadio. Also, you can find us on Google Podcasts and also Apple Music. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, now. So we'll be telling you all through uh, the show where you can find us. Uh, just type in uh, Pajama Party, and you'll find us right there. Yeah, we'll be talking. All right, talking shiggity. Talking shiggity. All right, and, and, and sipping cocktails. It is. And with no pajamas. With pajamas. Uh-oh, watch out, <laughs> man. <laughs> no pajamas. So. All right, let's get down to battle. Kettle getting wild. Hanging loose. Uh, hey, Uh-oh. it must be a tequila. Uh, I need another wild shot. Loose. Another my, shot, bartender. Where's my job? Right, shot, shot. All right, we're going to get into this hot topic here. Biden takes first gun control action. That's my man. That's my man. He's getting it I'm in. Already. Getting it in. President Biden on, on Thursday took a modest set of steps to address what he called an epidemic of gun violence. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Much more needs to be done 
and he's pressing Congress to take more aggressive action by closing um, background check loopholes, banning assault weapons, which they need to. They shouldn't even be on the street. No, they should And stripping um, gun manufacturers of protection from lawsuits. That's good. Mr. Biden said the Justice Department would issue a proposed rule to curb the um, proliferation of so-called, quote-unquote, ghost guns, um, kits that allow a gun to be assembled from pieces with no serial numbers. Wow, interesting. The intention of the rule would be the uh, to require that the um, components in the kits have serial numbers. That makes sense that would allow them to be traced and for the weapons to be legally classified as firearms. Um, uh, it goes on to say with um, the buyers subject to background checks. All right. Mr. Biden also said he would require that when a device marked as a stabilizing brace transform a pistol into a short barrel rifle, that weapon is um, subject to the requirements of the National Firearms Act. Um, the gunman in the uh, Boulder, uh, Colorado shooting last month used a pistol with an arm brace, making it more stable and acute. Wow. That's more firing power. Uh, while Mr. Biden cannot pass national red flag legislation without Congress, officials said the goal of the guidance was to make it easier for states that want to adopt it um to do so now. The department also plans to release a comprehensive report on firearms trafficking, uh, which it has not done since 2000. That's a long time. So outside of mass shootings, gun um, violence remains the leading cause of death for black men between the ages of 15 and 34. Mm. Um, He proposes um, uh, community violence programs also to try to curb some of that. So some of the money he's proposing, he wants it to go to um, community programs for, you know, for those, uh, I guess, age groups or just people in those type of neighborhoods. Um, Goes on to say that in 93, Biden played a key role in the passage of the landmark Brady handgun. I remember that. Balance Protection Act. A year later, he helped um, authorize a 10-year ban on assault weapons. So he's been very instrumental in just guns, period. Yeah, no doubt. Just just trying to curb that. Yeah. So um, he just announced the uh, nomination for David Chipman, a gun control advocate, to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Okay. Uh, the Bureau has not had a uh, permanent director since 2015. Mm-hmm. And whose fault was that? <sighs> My, my, my. 45. Yeah, he's on the kisser list, so I guess I put him on the kisser list. Yeah, put him on the kisser list. But this is, a, um, you know, this is a landmark stuff that he's doing. Yeah. Um, um, I commend him. I'm and, like, you know, I tell you the sad thing about it is that if Trump, Trump was reelected, mm-hmm. none of this would be going on. None Hell of this would be going enough. down, you know, because, you know, you, you're thinking metabolism when you're just evil. You know, you, you the, your passages are so blocked when it comes to civilized thinking. Yeah. Your yeah. passages are you just like when he sat back when the Capitol was being attacked. You know, Trump. You you know Trump was watching on TV. He watches everything else. He watches black folks as they're kneeling before NFL football game and comments on that. Mm-hmm. So you know he's watching a bunch of people just wearing all his shirts and scarves and flags and everything else and didn't do a. Thing. Because when you have that unforeseen evil 
in you, mm-hmm. your arrogance is so clouded yeah. that you don't even realize how arrogant you are, how belligerent you are, and just how much you're, you know, you just, you don't even care exactly. at the time until people got people almost got to smack you. People almost got to smack you and say, wake up, man, look what's happening yep. here. Yep. I don't give a damn. Ah, I mean, you, you lost the election and you but sit back and now you, you know. He's like a horse with blinders. Oh, truly. And look at his, in his yeah. age. Also, this this is what I'm, and excuse me for, for coming in your story. Uh-uh. You know, for people to, you got to look at people's ages at the time. I mean, once I hit 70 years old, please don't pay me too much mind. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> okay. I'm at the point now in my life where I'm probably setting my ways. I'm wearing the depend. You know, I got all kind of things going on. I'm not going to admit it, but I'm just going to keep on thinking that my jet line is straight. You know that everything is cool when What's when that, that's a, that's a navy term when you everything's lined up your buttons and your belt and your zipper and every, oh. everything in front of you is okay. straight in line. I thought that there. was some new body part. I didn't. Nah, that's mm, mm, a jet mm, line. Mm, you look down, mm. everything on your belt and your buckle and your zipper and your pants and everything is straight. It's called your jet line. Oh. Anyway, but but getting back to what I was saying, you know, when people, especially a man of a certain age, mm. over seventy. You know, I would. I mean, I, as much as I would love my father, once he turns seventy years old, please do not run for president. You know, because I feel like at that time, unless you have a sound mind, mm-hmm. like like right. Biden is now, right. and Biden, as you can see, has a wonderful wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when his wife is, is being his heartbeat, it's like Nancy right. was to right. Ronald Reagan. Right. You know, because Ronald Reagan started getting a little right. Right. situation going on after a while, right. but Nancy yeah. whispering in his ear, helping him out. But Donald Trump is, you know, he's married to foreigners as much as he gets you at the border. You're surrounded by foreigners. I uh, know. So what the hell is that about? When you, all you <laughs> with is foreigners. And you got nerve to be down on foreigners. He don't, you, he don't want to say what the fuck he doing. It's crazy. It's crazy. and foreign booty the whole time. The whole Oh yeah, now now you got nerve to be trying Ooh, to stop yeah. him at the border and you laying in the bed with one every night. What the Man. fuck? Over? I don't he, understand. He, he don't he don't think he was, but anyway, let's get to the next yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, let's get to the next story. Next yeah. story here, this is a real serious story here. Uh, this is a uh, a gentleman, um, ex NFL football player. His name was Philip uh, Philip Adams. He played for um, a couple people. He played for the uh, Oakland Raiders. Well, now it's the Las Vegas Raiders. He played for San Francisco Forty Niners. A uh, young brother, too, uh, is only 32 years old, left out, you know, for different medical situations, whatever. But former NFL player, uh, Philip Adams, he killed five people, including a prominent doctor. The doctor was treating him at the time because he had well, what it looks like they're saying now he had that CTE situation with Dr. Uh, what's his name, Omar, Amarlu. Dr. Ben Amarlu Murray made that, his That African media. doctor? African brother that oh, uh, yeah. Will Smith played. Oh, right. In the, in the, he killed that, him. No, 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 no. no, no, no he, he was the one that um, he's said the one about that the told CTE people, thing, right? People that okay. CTE yeah. is very prominent. You know, right. when you get hit. And I mean, all. it's not okay. He killed anybody. Right. No, but I, no, I no, no. Okay. He's, 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 the, the doctor. I was just right. referencing the doctor. Okay. Said that um, you know, that these these football players get hit, mm-hmm. their brain is being maladjusted, right. and it's causing them. And it happened to um, Junior Seha. Yeah. And different people that we right. that we that we know that are famous that that you know end up killing themselves. I don't know if it's because of the pain or what have you. But anyway, getting back to the story, former NFL player Philip Adams killed five people, including a prominent doctor who was treating him, his wife, uh, their two grandchildren at the physicians at the physicians South Carolina home Wednesday before killing himself. 
in his own family home nearby. Okay, uh, the investigation believes that Adams, who's 32 years old, he forced his way into Dr. Robert Leslie's home in Rock Hill, South Carolina, shot Leslie, shot his wife, shot his two grandchildren, okay, in the room, as well as uh, he shot two air-conditioned repair people that were there at the time. What? One of them died, but one of them was able to call back to the office to call the police. Jesus. And and that was the only reason why he was able to get out, and wow. he, he survived the situation. But uh, York County Sheriff uh, Kevin Tolson said that uh, he killed Leslie, his wife. He killed Leslie first, then his wife, Barbara. The two, guild, two grandchildren was aged five and nine. Air-conditioned technician James Lewis of Gaston, uh, North Carolina, and the other surviving technician who contacted his employer and said he'd been shot. And he he moved, he, he uh, was able to call nine one one like you said. He was in critical condition at the hospital Thursday morning, so he's still fighting for his life. Okay, so investigators do not yet uh, know what led to the shooting, uh, though they may believe Adam was uh, was only the only assailant in the situation. Uh, uh, something that Adams left at the uh, home led investigators to believe that he was the gunman, the gunman rather. Then he went to his home about a quarter mile away down the road where he uh, where he was staying with his parents, he said, and he ended up killing himself in his bedroom in his parents' home. His father was uh, on the news uh, saying his, father, his son was a good kid. His father actually said that football messed him up. Mm. His father actually made that statement. His father seemed like a real subtle black man, mm. and he said that football messed my son up. So How old was the guy? The gentleman, he was 32 years old, 32, oh, okay. Okay. which means that now to be 32, you should still be in the middle of your career. Mm-hmm. But, you know, getting the right type of blow on your head, you know, with yeah. the whole concussion thing, don't tell nobody you got a concussion right. and things like that. You know, it's just, it just, uh, it just, it just goes on and on. But uh, as I read on here, it says Rocky, um, Rocky Hill has lost a, uh, a pill in the community. That doctor was very popular. Mm-hmm. said that Leslie, who served as a, uh, uh, Winthorpe University supervising physician and medical director. Okay, and he also founded a hospice service in a house where he uh, would have doctors on call for people that was going into hospice and things. So he was a big time person. Authorities were called around 4:45 p.m. to the uh, Leslie home, just south of Rock Hill. Tolson said the uh, the city of about 73,000 people is located on the other side of the uh, state line from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. All right. Dawson uh, played two nine one one calls, which uh, reported of a uh, new of news conference Thursday, uh, one where the air conditioned technician was on the line saying, "I'm injured, and everybody else has been shot badly, and please come and help." So mm-hmm. it was a traumatic situation, you wow. know, where he That's really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you know, it's just uh, he must have been completely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the same with Junior Seau, which was a very popular gentleman. You know, this yeah. man, yeah. This I remember man that ended up killing himself, too. which blew everybody's mind because he was such a popular, nice brother. Yeah. And that CTE had got him so bad. And then they said the other gentleman suffered CTE, the one who was uh, involved in that killing of his friend, uh, yeah. the one that played for the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and, uh, well, he, no, he, he got killed in jail. Oh, okay. He was okay. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, with the Patriots, I remember yeah. that case. Um, I, I just, just looked up what uh, CTE is. It's um, see if I can pronounce this last one. It's chronic traumatic um, encephalopathy. Yeah, and when he yeah. when, when the doctor went to talk about that, 
the uh, your boy, commissioner of NFL. Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell was saying, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, he didn't want to go along with it and all, but, mm. but it's because becoming very prominent. Because he that would be damaging to the whole Well, everybody right football. now is complaining yeah. about different things, you know. Yeah. See, the sad part about it in football is that when you go to the NFL draft and just football, period, football focuses on hiring defensive players that can get at the quarterback, mm-hmm. and people aren't emphasizing offensive players that can protect the quarterback, you know, and that's why mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Mm-hmm. Is complaining wants to get get away from uh, Seattle Seahawks because you know he's saying he's getting knocked on his ass too much. Mm-hmm. He don't have proper protection on the line, okay. and not so much for the fact that he can't really concentrate on throwing the ball, but he's getting knocked on his ass and he's getting concussions and things. Right. And that's not good. You know these little young boys is coming at you. They you yeah. know twenty four, twenty five years old, and their mothers in the audience. You know, get them, Billy, get them, Billy. And little Billy's yeah. twenty four, twenty five years old, fresh out but of college. Can I just say that Russell Wilson is fine. Okay. Well, he said I'd be right. getting all beat up like you know that. <laughs> they, right. they should be protected. Right. But look, they be protected. I'll be they lighting were, up the story. Uh, Red wine just lighting up the story. Well, um, I just want to add on to that. The, the CTE is mm-hmm. included memory, memory loss, confusion, impaired judgment, impulsive control problems, aggression, depression. Well, that's mm-hmm. a lot. Anxiety, suicide, suicidality. I, never, I knew that was a word. Mm-hmm. Um, and a progressive dementia. Wow. Well, that's a lot going on. Yeah, so. the doctor was trying to tell people, you know, yeah. even in the movie. Like they I don't said, know if they're that, uh, coming or going. Yeah, that movie with Will Smith was the very Will powerful. Will Smith tried yeah, to do, but was. NFL quieted that down real quick. Oh, saying, yeah. Whoa. It was losing a lot of money. Yeah, so. But I, I just think these kids, well, when I say kids, they're younger than me, but they should retire at a certain age, you know. Um, after 30, no, they shouldn't go after 30. I think after a while that football is going to become a virtual game, like the Madden mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. that all of these players are going to end up playing it on those Xbox games and stuff mm-hmm. so that there's no more physical, no physical contact. contact. Everything will so. be computerized, mm-hmm. animated. That's going to be Because that's the only way to protect people. 30-30, we won't be here. Yeah, probably. I'm just saying, look at the injury. Yeah, yeah. have been yeah. paralyzed. That's true. that's true. Look at the yeah. brother, I can't remember his name, on the Steelers, who ended up paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. He's still working, trying going through physical therapy, trying to be able to just walk again. Because yeah. they told him he would never walk, and he still has some movement now. Yeah. But, I mean, people have died yeah, from being hit, crazy. you know, been paralyzed, the whole brain trauma. It's too much. Yeah. All right. Okay. Last well, I got one last one. Let's talk about the problems that Johnson & Johnson are having with these vaccines. Yeah. Now, as of earlier today, there was only two vaccine sites that had been closed due to people having adverse reactions to the Johnson & Johnson site. But about an hour and a half ago, there is now a third site out of Georgia that temporarily shut down. What? So this is uh, the the two that shut down were yesterday uh, out of North Carolina because at least 11 people have had some kind of an adverse reaction to the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. One of let's see, it said in Denver. So you had North Carolina and Denver. Now there's a third one in Georgia. So they're saying at this point we have no reason to believe that there's anything wrong with the vaccine itself. I'm like, okay, I I get it. It's only 11 people, but something's going on. 
So that was Dr. Shauna Gully, who's with uh, Century Health. She's a chief clinical officer. She just said it's a temporary pause of one brand of vaccine so that we can do some further investigation. So meanwhile, the Midwest is on the verge of a relapse because last week COVID-19 hospitalizations went up by 11% on average, and they're finding that the age of people that are now coming up with COVID is going down. Mm -hmm. Younger people, younger and younger people, are starting to become infected. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, Michigan has been hit really hard. Uh, The doctors in Michigan are saying we really need some help. And part of the problem is they've got all these variants that are coming up. Because a virus is like it's a smart thing. Mm-hmm. Viruses learn and grow and multiply, mm-hmm. and then they change up on you. They mutant. Like the way, like the way you know, we change clothes. That's what mm-hmm. viruses do. Mm-hmm. So these things keep switching up. Mm-hmm. So they're saying mm-hmm. that of all the new coronavirus cases last week, mm-hmm. children accounted for one in five. Wow. It's getting crazy. It is. Mm-hmm. So at first, you know, they were saying that the the, the kids between, like, eighth grade or younger rarely got infected mm-hmm. or rarely got seriously ill, mm-hmm. but now those numbers are flipping in the opposite direction. But I know they just started um, testing for them, too. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. So they're saying it's hitting college students, too. University of Chicago had 50 students that tested positive, um, some cases linked to frat parties. Yeah, if they stopped going up, um, isn't it... Um, what is, what is this, like a, uh, the time off? What is it called? Spring break. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, between the frat party, spring break, then March Madness just mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So between all of these types of events, it's mm-hmm. just too many reasons that people are gathering and they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then when they get together, they're not all of them are not wearing masks. Right. You'll see a few masks here and there. Yeah. But they're out there, you know. They think they're living their best life, and they don't realize that you're making it worse. Yeah, and their germs are going everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And as they as they said before, you could be a carrier yeah. and not be infected, right. but then you pass it on to somebody else, right. and they get hit like they got hit with a brick. So, mm-hmm. I, I know they had mentioned um, last week that um, September that a lot of colleges are, you know, saying that they want kids to be vaccinated before they come back on campus. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. So. Well, they say that's what they want. Yeah. They can't mandate it. Or at least I don't think they can. Uh, I guess it might depend on the college, college per college, you know. It could be. Have their own, own rules, make their own rules. But if you guys got any questions or comments what we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Yeah. We're going to let DMX take us out tonight on a quick break. We're remembering... DMX, as you know, he passed away today. So here's DMX, and we'll be back on the other side of the break. Joint made this year, little knock to 2003. And y'all gon' see 
Except the hottest uh, out there was, is, and will be me. Just like that. I can go away for a minute, do some other, but bounce right back and wear this song. I'm coming strapped with some uh, that'll spit from dust to dawn. And when you gone, ain't no coming back in the morning like this with the dream. Gone. That's for real. Creep up uh, like a seal, talk to Make him squeal. Oh my God. Those can't be the last words of your man. What? Your man was so hard. Come on, bring it. your soul, my brother. You yeah. finally have mm-hmm. peace now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. Like Richard Pryor said, be thankful for any Negro doing anything. All right. That's what he said. Yeah, he did. Okay. Well, it's he time to hit the, him and quit him. He was Negro, but yeah. Mm. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay. We're going to hit him and quit him. And I'm going to jump in first. I've got a, this dude. The boss of the NRA, Wayne LaPierre, I I don't understand what he did or why he did it, but he went and put the National Rifle Association into bankruptcy without informing the majority of the board members or the top officials. He just jumped up and made a move and said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and file for bankruptcy. That's some shiggity. That's a mess. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, that shit is funny. So he ended up having to take the witness stand at this high-stakes bankruptcy trial over whether it should be allowed to incorporate in Texas instead of New York, where there's a state law, where the state is, wait a minute, where the state lawsuit is trying to put the group out of business. Because you know the um, state attorney, Mm -hmm. I can't think of the sister's name, uh, she was basically trying to just run them completely out of business. So they're trying to do some tricky stuff to get around that. Mm-hmm. So he testified at the board's three-member special litigation committee before filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy back in January, but the notoriously secretive executive acknowledged that he did not inform the majority of the 76-member board. And the top leaders. He said, we filed this bankruptcy to look for a fair legal playing field where NRA could prosper and grow in a fair legal environment, as opposed to what we believe had become a toxic, politicized, weaponized government in New York. That's just because that sister who's the state's attorney was coming for them. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, the NRA lawyers have framed the bankruptcy as a legitimate effort to move to a more friendly political environment. 
See, that's why they try to move down to Texas, because, you know, they're gun happy in Texas. No shade to our listeners in Texas, but y'all know it's true. <laughs> so mm. um, the New York attorneys have argued that it's an effort by LaPierre and other executives to duck accountability for the nation's most in, uh, politically influential gun rights group as a piggy bank, because all they do is collect money. I mean, we talked about this before. What does NRA really do? You don't create legislation because that's not your role. You don't do anything useful. You collect membership dues. What do y'all really do? (laughs) So anyway, yeah, they're trying to do some tricky stuff. So the bankruptcy, bankruptcy process is freezing any pending litigation. That's why they did it. So now the state's attorney in New York can't really do too much to go after them as long as they have a pending bankruptcy because that freezes any other litigation. So their lawyers did their homework and found a way to just pump the brakes. Oh, yeah, bankruptcy was shut down. Mm -hmm. It was shut down into protective mode, you know. Because there were all these outstanding allegations that he sailed in Bahamas. Trump probably turned him on to that because that was his thing. Could be. Mm-hmm. He had outstanding allegations about sailing to the Bahamas on a yacht uh, with a Hollywood producer whose company had done business with NRA, but he didn't pay for the trips or that the, they used NRA money to do all this stuff, you know, using NRA money for personal bull crap. Right. It's all a mess. So that's all I got on that. <laughs> I'm putting LaPierre on the kiss at least. I was getting ready to say, or the NRA too. Yeah, put them too. So, okay, question, does NRA exist anymore? Yeah, they still exist. They're oh, just yeah. in, the, in the midst of a chapter, bankruptcy. Chapter, is that Chapter 11? Chapter 11 is what they filed. Right. So what are they going to come out as now? Something else? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to... Uh, Go over to Ireland. You know, we're international here. <laughs> All right now. Like that. Um, the uh, city of Belfast, which, um, if you guys didn't know, the famous um, Titanic historical uh, uh, ship had uh, hit an iceberg. This is in um, Belfast, Ireland. Um, Northern Ireland riots, a bus torch in um more Belfast violence as British and Irish leaders call for calm. The White House joined Northern Irish, British and Irish leaders um, on Thursday, expressing concerns over the, the sixth consecutive night of violence in parts of Northern Ireland, which saw um, unionists and nationalists clash with police and each other. Unrest first broke out last week amid rising tensions relating to Brexit. You guys remember that, Brexit? Um, uh, I guess I can explain it. I guess all these countries, they get together and... Uh, are you familiar with Brexit, Papa? Mm, in what respect? What um, Brexit is a bunch of countries that come together and they make... Um, I that was in the UK area. Right, right. Yeah, and they wanted to break it up. I think they were all in one, like under one umbrella. Right. And, and then with making... Brexit, it was like to break all that apart. Right. Mm. That's all I know about Good. it. NATO is never Brexit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to look it up in a second. But unionist anger over a decision by police not to um, prosecute leaders of the Irish Nationalist Party, Sinn Féin, 
for allegedly breaking coronavirus restrictions during the funeral of a former leader, RA mm-hmm. figure. They always breaking up shit, always doing stuff. I mean, they put a bus on fire, and um, they said uh, 55 police officers have been injured in the, in the clashes over wow. the past six days. Um, uh, I go on to say, now is the time for the two governments and leaders on all sides to work together to defuse the t- uh, tensions and to restore calm. Um, our, uh, White House press secretary secretary appealed for calm on Thursday, telling reporters that the U.S. remains steadfast supporters of a secure and prosperous Northern Ireland, in which all communities have a voice and enjoy the gains um, of the hard uh, uh, won peace. Police in the region are still attempting to confirm whether or not um, paramilitary groups were involved in the riot. Um, goes on to say Roberts joined political leaders in deploring the uh, involvement of children as young as 13 or 14 years old in the rioting. Man, who mm. were encouraged and supported by adults who stood by and clapped. Okay, the rioting became the subject of a. Um, Parliamentary debate against Northern Ireland uh, Irish lawmakers on Thursday. So they got a lot going on over there. We think we got it bad. Yeah. They, I mean, I'm like, okay, they got it going on, got it rough. I did see a picture of that. And, um, I mean, this bus was going in flames. Mm. And see, I thought Ireland was still under the... Uh, Queen Queen Elizabeth's rule, but I believe it's only part of Ireland that's still under British rule, like maybe Northern Ireland Mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, There was some kind of war, I don't know when, where Ireland was fighting for freedom Mm -hmm. from British rule. Mm -hmm. I'm not a history buff, but, but bottom line is I don't think all of Ireland is under British rule. Gotcha. So I guess, you know, they... They're doing what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll have to look into that just for our own edification. But right. It, it, it didn't quit it. It, it was kind of what you said. Brexit is the name given to the United Kingdom's departure from the European Union. It is a combination of Britain and exit. <laughs> oh, Britain exit Brexit. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, so. All right. Papa Didi, you're up. Hit him and quit him. All right. Uh Got Deshaun Watson. He's in the news big time. I tell you, I don't know what to say about this whole situation. You know, what's going on with that? Well, he's accused of over twenty women for you know just freaking out during a massage. You know, whacking his PP and all kind of stuff. You oh, know. Oh Anyway, his attorney said that uh, the Texans quarterback engaged in consensual sex mm. during massages. Now, now none of the women. Say anything about that. Right. Everybody's talking about money, but ain't nobody talking about the sex now. Yeah. Now, you know, one thing that would, see, let me say this one thing here. Mm-hmm. Like my father said, let me tell you his life, I forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, if a person being accused sometime can get up and just speak their mind mm-hmm. about what happened exactly and just start saying names, you know, say, well, you know, well, you know, now Karen. Let me see what happened between me and Karen, right? And we come in this joint right now. This girl, she saw my Johnson. She started freaking out and shit, you know what I mean? 
I had to push her off me, honestly, and shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it was, you know, for uh-huh. see, but men are never going to come in and talk like that, right? Because it's ill advised. This lawyer will say that's very ill advised to do, right? But it's so sad that people can't come in and speak about what really happened, right. you know. But anyway, Deshaun Johnson's attorney said in a news conference Friday that the Houston Texan quarterback uh, did engage in sexual activity during massage sessions, but that the encounters were consensual. Okay, now here's a new development because. Before it was denying the fact that anything went went down that was yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, that's what I heard. Now, all of a sudden, the lawyer is saying that uh, he it's did involve. Now, now, okay, now the attorney, uh, Rusty Heron, acknowledged that uh, there were sometimes consensual encounters during, during his massage sessions. When later asked to clarify, the lawyer said that uh, uh, we're never uh, run from it. And the question he always has been concerned. Consensual, uh-huh. you know. He said he's never going to run from the truth on the situation. Okay, I'm not going into what it is, the nature, the number, or or with whom. He said the question always is that we will always been, uh, we will always emphasized never at uh, any time under any circumstance that this young man ever engaged in anything that was not mutually desirable by other parties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, he's a young, good-looking brother, you know, rich. You know, um, you know, uh, impressionable and all that jazz. Watson was 25 years old. You know, he kind of fine. Built like a brick shit house, hung like a Shetland pony. 25 years old. He's been accused of sexual misconduct or accused and lawful, uh, unlawful, um, filed by 22 women, mm-hmm. dating hey, back, dating back to mid March. The women have uh, generally uh, aligned that uh, he exposed himself or to touch him with his genitals during the, uh, the session. Now, to me, you know, just to throw a little something in there also, you know, it, it seemed like whenever people, you know, somebody said there's a class, class action lawsuit going on, yada, 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 right. you want to get in. Remember, remember that big old hoax they did against black people with that whole Roy Rogers thing? Yeah. Or not Roy Rogers, what was that called? Um, uh, Denny's. Denny's, yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day, everybody got $4.50. Yeah. Because a million people put in for it. There you go. So the check, and the, but the lawyers got a, you know, a bunch of money. Right. Now, anyway, um, Disney orders by a pair of Texan judges on on Friday uh, will um, effectively uh, require 13 of the 22 women who have anonymously filed lawsuits against him to reveal themselves Ooh. and come public. Okay. Oh boy. The order came during separate hearings in Harris County. District Court. Now, Harris County is the main county where most of the blacks are in Texas. Mm-hmm. You heard about Harris County during the presidential election. Right. That's where all the blacks are in Harris County. Okay, that uh, the women will be required to uh, refrain from complaints legally that, that will leave them anonymous. If they get to sit back and be anonymous but also collect money at the same time. Wow. So now they got to reveal themselves and who they are and what they are. And like I said, I think the bottom line of everything is that if, if Deshaun has the opportunity to sit back and just, you know, chill out in the lounge chair with a margarita, and when he say different names of different spas he went to, oh, 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 yeah, that was Tina. Let me tell you about this motherfucker, right? Tina was horny as a fish, okay? I walked in the room. This girl's nipples was hard when I first saw her ass, right? She saw me. She knew I was a superstar and shit. You know what I mean? So she approached me and shit, saying, "You ain't got to wear. You ain't got. You can take them drawers off. 
You know what I mean? If he could speak the truth, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, the you know truth, what I'm saying? The truth going to set him free. He, he going to talk about it. You know, but like I said, lawyers yeah. would call that ill-advising, but well, sometimes if, if a man could speak just as much. See, a lot of women want to come in hard, but they don't want you to come in, and I, I'm not saying nothing against women. Don't get me wrong. Don't send me no letters and cards and telegraphs <laughs> and all that shit. But all I'm saying is that if you're going to come hard on your baby's daddy, then don't don't feel bad when your baby daddy come back at you and, and talk about what, what went down. Because, you know, sometimes people will say things and put things out there that will protect their reputation and throw baby daddy under the bus. But, but if, I want to know, if, why was he having so many massages? That's a lot of massages. What's that? Twenty two massages? It just seemed like Yeah. I mean, unless I I don't know. Well, he it could just be, seemed yeah. like a lot of massages. Yeah, I, 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 I heard a story about he was flying somebody in from another state for a massage. Yeah. So well, like Bernie Mac said, he could be hung low. You know, he could be just hung low, and he just okay, need to be. Well, he just need to be. You know. Yeah, but that that need to be. You know. Okay, I'm gonna. Let I mean, that go. you you're a woman, so you don't know what it feels I, like I, to be hung low. I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna, they're gonna settle out of court on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, all, all women was to be about out. to settle for a hundred thousand. Yeah. They had a deal on the table. Mm-hmm. She was gonna take a hundred thousand, and then I don't know. The one that was crying on TV. Yeah, the one who said, said that she stressed out. She I can't, can't even, even do massages no more. And this is an Asian woman, okay? Now, Asian oh, woman. Oh, Asian woman. Was she the Asian? One, the one that was, yeah, she was Asian, of course. What? You know, Asian. That, that's she looked Asian to me when I saw that news. Okay. Now, you know, yeah. the Asian group, you know, that's the first. So I, I, I ain't going to go there. I ain't going to go there. I ain't going to go there. See, I was in Vietnam, so I ain't going to talk about them. Okay, well, I got another one for you. Wow. New York, uh, the two doormen. Texas New York. Yeah, going to New York now. The two doormen at this apartment building uh, have been fired for failing to help an Asian American woman who was brutally attacked on the sidewalk in New York City. The doormen were caught on video ap- appearing to watch the attack of Vilma mm. Kari, who, uh, according to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, is Filipino. And they just watched before flagging down a police vehicle after the assailant left. So the organization that owns the apartment building um, investigated and all of that in response, and they said that the lobby video shows that once the assailant departed, the doorman did go out and assist the woman and flag down an NYPD vehicle. It was clear that the woman did require emergency assistance and that safety protocols were not followed. So the organization said they're going to retrain all their building staff on proper emergency response protocols as well as anti-bias awareness and upstander bystander intervention is what they call it. Okay, whatever that. So I guess basically that's if you see something, do something. Right. So no, don't just say something, do something. But in interim, they said they got fired. Yeah, they were fired. So the 38-year-old suspect who knocked this lady down. Um, Did they find him? They, yeah, they got him. Unfortunately, it was a black man. 
I don't know what was on his mind why he just walked past this woman and decided to just body slam her like that. The woman was hospitalized with serious injuries, including a fractured pelvis, Mm. forehead contusions, Mm -hmm. but she has been released from the hospital. Mm. Uh, The brother who did it, Brandon Elliott, was charged with two counts, yeah, two counts of assault in the second degree and a hate crime. Mm. And one count of attempted assault in the first degree as a hate crime. Mm. They're just throwing it all at him. Going up the creek for a minute. Yeah. And what's so crazy is that he was already on lifetime parole for fatally stabbing his own mother in 2002. Lifetime parole? Lifetime parole. I've never heard of that. Lifetime parole for in 2002. He He fatally stabbed his mother. So Jeez. he was already on lifetime parole. Then he went and did this. He fatally stabbed his mother. He's still out? Lifetime parole. I don't know if there were some extenuating circumstances around the stabbing. That's crazy. But he, anyway. got, he got some issues. Yeah, clearly. Okay. So that's what happened to those two guys. Wow. They lost their job. Because mm. if you saw the video, you saw them looking through the glass door. Yeah, yeah. And I think the door might have been open or something because you saw them shut the door mm-hmm. and, like, kind of move back mm-hmm. while the woman was just getting beat up on right, the Right, but you said in the article they did help her later. See, that's the, only yeah. thing, that's the only thing with videos. They only give you snippets of the video. Exactly. And we go by what we see. Right. Um, we saw them close the door and right. kind of move away. Right. We didn't see the part where after the dude left right. that they did go out right. and try to do something. Yeah. But, Anyway. All right. All right. Papa Didi, you got the last hit in quick. Well, let, let me say one thing on that particular story. Mm-hmm. Now, let's put let's put like this here. Now, when we say the situation of, of Asian, now, are we talking every Asian group in the world? Mm-hmm. And and does every situation that, go, that goes down with an Asian person, does that have to be attached to Asians? I mean, because, I mean, when you look at black people, for example, I mean, you got black Jamaicans and Ethiopians and, and you know, Nigeria and all, all different evolutions of black people where you could never, ever, ever say that they're attacking black people. I mean, what are you considering black people? When you say Asian, you're talking Puerto Rican, Thailand, Japanese, Chinese. Not Puerto Rican. Well, I mean, I mean, still, still yeah. the tongue, you know. But I'm just saying. All of those that fall under that umbrella. Hold up, but hold up. But every situation that happens with an Asian person may not be. If I go in there to order some shrimp fried rice and somebody messes my stuff up, I'm pissed off at this woman. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or I find a roach in the shit or some crazy shit. Because, you know, some of these Chinese stores are fucking dirty as shit, okay? And I may be hungry or drunk or pissed off or high off some fucking weed or whatever, and I got the munchies and shit, and I want some shrimp fried rice. And all of a sudden, they gave me some bullshit. And now I'm, I'm complaining on the front door. And the first thing cop will say, oh, you're going to get your agent. I'm going because you fucked up my shrimp fried rice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about shrimp fried rice. I'm not talking about her Asian culture or, or I'm not abusing agents. She fucked up my food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I would have ate that shit, I would have been sick or dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just saying there's so many Asian groups in the world that we cannot Every situation that goes on with an Asian person should, should not be listed under that particular code. 
slanted eyes does not give you the privilege to say, I was attacked because of that. That's bullshit. You may have done some dumb shit to that person. And they yelling at you or hitting you because you fucked up some shit of theirs. I mean, they run a lot of shit. They run laundry mats. They run Chinese restaurants. What all the shit Chinese, that Asian people run? Cleaners. You know, the whole nine. Everything has to do with our, 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 our situation. That's we true. wash our clothes with them. We clean our clothes with them. We eat their food. We do everything that but, they but serve But everything us. regarding an Asian person is not automatically designated as a hate crime. Right, but I'm just saying we cannot put that under the same blanket for every Asian in the world because some of them are fucked up. And, and, you know, they will get their ass whooped by doing some stupid shit, which they may do, like any other race of people out there. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not speaking racial. I'm not speaking. I'm just, all right, where were we? Let's get back to the show. I was just going to tell you that that term AAPI stands for Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. Okay. okay, well, it's so just to me. Right, me in that group. To me in that group. Indonesia, they just need to cut that. Cover all that. Cut, they need to cut that down by about two million. Well, anyway, your, uh, the last one that, yeah, let's just finish this here. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got, uh, what's this young lady's name? Uh, how you pronounce it? Tashia Jones. She's the first, uh, the first black woman in St. Louis to win a mayoral race. Now, that's, that's big because St. Louis, girl. you know, it's so interesting. The St. Louis, being such a popular town, the gateway of the West, you know, with the, the arches. I went there when I was 10 years old. Um, the city treasurer, uh, she was the city, city treasurer, first of all. Tashia Jones won the St. Louis marital race Tuesday, defeating, what is it, Amon Cara Spencer in a contested match to progressive Democratic women. All right. So in her words, she said, it's time for St. Louis to thrive. This is what Jones said, uh, who will be the first black woman to hold the office. All right. Mm-hmm. She told that to a cheering audience Tuesday night at the Omega Center in uh, North St. Louis. It's time to bring a breath of fresh air to our neighborhoods. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jones, uh, you know, she, she said that, that, that she will be seeking to address the inequalities and deliver to the city all the things that have been lacking with different situations, including uh all the stuff that spots racism and uh, homophobia and all kind of situations, all kind of religious intolerance and things like that. Jones, she's 49 years old. She also said her campaign had begun breaking down the uh, historical racial barriers that was in the racial city. I was shocked myself on how St. Louis is so popular as a city. Mm-hmm. And just like Ferguson, which is a little yeah. ways over, mm-hmm. how they talked about that, you know, when mm-hmm. George Brown was killed. Right. How how you know there was eighty percent ninety percent white police force how that whole midwestern area and we'll say it's from there that brother the rapper uh, that was on the one dancing with the stars uh, you know we wore the bridge work in front of his mouth the one that did is getting hot and you to take off all your clothes oh anyway. Nelly Nelly yeah Nelly's from St Louis mm-hmm. anyway uh, Jones's campaign emphasizes her eight years experience. As a treasurer, means she was overseeing the city's money, so mm-hmm. she knows how things could run as far as financially. She wants to modernize uh, parking operations for the past five years. Uh, she's been a state representative and different existing uh, rep. They, they, she talks about the different different sides of the tracks. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of Midwest towns got that big old railroad that runs in between. Right. You got whites oh. on one side, blacks on one side. That's big in a lot of cities. 
And um, she said that she's become the the city's 47th mayor, and she faces some serious challenges, including violence and crime, underscoring mostly in the black neighborhood where the crime rate is over almost eight, 900 murders a year. And she wants to curb all that. Uh, she wants to start a, a budget and benefit where she can uh, try to uh, earmark at least $517 million toward uh, revitalizing the city and making the black neighborhood a little more, you know, livable and, and logistically uh, responsible. And, uh, well, I wish know. her well. Yeah. And she'll be sworn in on April 20th, by the way. Okay. Uh, in St. Louis. Right. First black mayor in Bishara St. Louis. Jones. All right. Congratulations to her. Yeah, there that's you fine. go. There you go. Whoop, well, there it is. I mean, we we getting our blackness on lately. I know oh, that's right. Black, black, blackity black. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to get in on the black, black, blackity black, give us a call at 914-803-4306. Press 1. And press 1. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, let's go back and hit another DMX song. And we're coming back on the other side with Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. I know she got a good one for us tonight. The uh, What is it, the Americana? Americana. All right. All right. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Come on, DMX. Welcome back to the John Party One Hills Top of the Evening. Hello. 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 Hello.
And it's inspired by my boyfriend, James Bond. Ooh. If you guys don't know, I'm a James Bond fanatic. I can watch a James Bond movie over and over and over. All right. Um, James Bond's impact on drinking culture cannot be overstated from this martini uh, to the Vesper. The Americano is Bond's first drink order in the Casino Royale, if you guys watched that movie. 1953, I wasn't born, but they still play it. Um, They've kicked off the series, and the cocktail again makes an appearance in later novels. Um, It's a a low-alcohol nature and easy-drinking sensibilities. So it's called the Americano. Uh, Ingredients, we need one and a half ounces of Campari, which is a a liqueur. Um, One and a half ounces of sweet vermouth. Club soda to top and to garnish an orange twist. So fill in a highball glass with ice, then add the Campari uh, and uh, sweet vermouth. Top with the club soda and stir gently to combine. Garnish with the orange slice. And that is the Americano. Lee. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Cocktail of the Week is brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. All right. Over to you, Papa D. What's popping? Mm. Oh, boy. Come on, give it You to know me. what's popping tonight <laughs> is, is that, that congressman. What's the name? Getz? Oh, yeah. Let's speak about that knuckle here. At Getz. Gates? Getz? Yeah. Gates. Gates. Whatever Getz, it is. Whatever. Kiss the list. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, this guy. I can't even explain. First of all, now, when you look at him, you won't even know from the surface but this boy is so spoiled, it's not even funny, okay? He, he's very spoiled. He, he, he comes out of Florida. His father was a congressman. Uh, he was raised in a white picket fence. His house was used in that movie called The, the Truman, uh, the Truman mm-hmm. Story, mm-hmm. you know? And they just, a producer came up and asked him to use their house, and that's when he first, you know. I mean, the boy was just a spoiled little guy, you know, that had got everything he wanted in his life. And went to Washington and, and won the election on his father's reputation. Got in the in the D.C. Instead of coming there humble and learning as you go along, he came here like a pistol. Okay, and as you saw with the whole Trump thing, jumped on Trump's back when mm-hmm. Trump became president because he was there for four years, and then Trump came along in 2000. Him and Trump kind of came along at the same time, pretty much, you know. Mm-hmm. And and he just jumped on Trump's back and just started riding, mm-hmm. you know, and did everything Trump did. Act like Trump. Just, it was just, you know. Then, you know, when you're talking loud like that, and you got creepy stuff going on on, on the side, mm-hmm. and stuff leak out, that's when you look like a jerk off because now you realize how much noise you've made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be crooked, you gotta be quiet. Mm-hmm. You gotta be inconspicuous. You can't be all crooked and then be making all kind of noise like that other girl. What's her name? Uh, Marjorie. Uh, Oh, yeah. Taylor Green? That, that yeah, that gun-toting joker who now, you know, they keep walking around with her gun. I got my gun. I got my gun. But soon there's a mass shooting. She ain't saying shit. Okay? Yeah. Because, you know, talking talking all that gun stuff and somebody just killed 10 people yeah. down around, you know, across town, that ain't so popular conversation no more, is it? Right. Because it's become reality. You walk around with that gun in the Capitol. And who going to... Who are you protecting yourself from in the Capitol building? Mm-hmm. Don't they got a Capitol Police for that? 
I mean, go. you know, and she walking around like, see, and that's what the biggest problem is so sad. I feel so bad for people that are from D.C. because these politicians have come here for years from all over the world, and they come in D.C. and they just want to take over. They say, mm, okay, Northeast, Southeast, Northwest, Northeast, oh, I could take this over. I got a few million dollars. I could buy, I could buy a whole street mm-hmm. in Northwest. Mm-hmm. I could buy a whole, you know, acre of land and control all that and just keep pushing people out, pushing people back, you know. And D.C. has been so so gentrified over the last 10 years, it ain't even been funny. You don't even recognize the joint no more. And not to mention the politicians that are living all up on the banks of the war. They all got views of everything. They can see the they can see the Watergate Hotel. They can see the what do you call that place? The uh, Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. They 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 live somewhere. They look out the window. They looking at the Kennedy Center and the Watergate Hotel every day. Just looking out the window. Yeah. Who got that view? Not to mention the tax break for being a congressman or a senator. I mean, they all live here. McConnell, Mitch McConnell is from Kentucky. But you know he got a crib in D.C. somewhere. Mm-hmm. They all live here. They all stay here. They ain't going nowhere. They ain't going back to, to bumfuck Montana. Tumbleweeds rolling down the damn street. Flatlands. <laughs> you know, deserts. Ain't rained in weeks. You know, mm-hmm. South Dakota, North Dakota. They ain't going back there. They have made their roots here. Now their children are here. Their grandchildren are here. Mm-hmm. And black folks is where? All packed up in southeast somewhere. Shooting each other every night. Yep. Ain't got nothing else to do. Mm. You know? So I just want to put that out there. You know, D.C. is a mess. And this boy Gates, you know, I just hope that they just run over him like a windmill. But he's powerful. Trump's behind him. They got a bunch of money. They'll get good lawyers. They'll get Republicans in the Senate to get behind him, and his ass will be saved. He'll fall back. He'll fall back on a big old pillar made by your boy. What's that pillar guy that follows Trump? Oh, I forgot his name, but yeah. I can't stand him with that fake hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pillar guy who follows Trump tooth and nail. No, the guy my pillow. My pillow. Oh lord. With, gets, that, with that black toupee. When oh gets falls down, that pillow guy will be be there to catch him. Ooh. And Trump will be there to save him. So you can listen to all the stuff in the news you want. Believe me, but everybody in the Republican Party that gets behind that little young boy. Gates gets down. No, nah, he ain't gonna go down because he got too much. They got if too they much power. If they find proof of him doing something with an underage child, he ain't gonna mean nothing. They need to take him down. Please. Trump said he'd be grabbing for JJ's, and he's still well, he's still existing. Yeah, so. that's true. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, Papa Diddy. That's all I got in that. Okay. <laughs> they need to get him. I agree. Yeah, put, put, put him on a kiss list. I got it. Matt Gates. Yep. All right. We're going to lighten it up right now. All right. Lighten it up. Uh, I'm weird. Weird news. How weird this is here. Okay. What you got? A couple featured, I'm sorry, a couple freaked out about finding quote unquote hidden speakers around the neighborhood. Uh oh. When moving, uh, we tend to do a lot of research into the area about the local schools where the nearest supermarkets are. If it's a peaceful street and those sort of things. But we probably wouldn't pay too much attention to the bird sounds in the neighborhood. One TikTok user from the U.S. claims 
to have noticed something rather bizarre about the sounds he was hearing outside his newly built home, known only as Casey. The user posted a video to TikTok under the name uh, Cursed Home. In the clip, Casey takes viewers on a trip around his new street where he had discovered all the nature sounds weren't as they seemed. He says, quote-unquote, we started noticing that the sounds of nature were consistently repeating and thought it wasn't normal. As the video goes on, Casey pulls many speakers out from in between rocks and in some pipes. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. He adds, isn't it scary that uh, they have fake nature sounds instead of real ones? One viewer posted, maybe it's uh, to attract the animals back to the the disrupted area. While another posted, wait till you find the cameras. What? (laughs) Almost like a Truman Show. Others uh, weren't convinced and didn't believe the video was real, suggesting that Casey had planted the speakers there himself. That's crazy. Uh, If that's real, you think the developers, because I know when they plow an area, kill all the trees, and start putting up houses, the area is pretty blank. That's just strange. But to think that they would be piping in the sounds of birds? That's just strange. Like you said, they must have been trying to attract another uh, some other birds to come there. Man, this stuff is getting really crazy. Yeah, I never heard of that one. That's, that's a new one now. I mean, if that's real, that's wild. It's almost like the Truman Show. Uh, Yeah, it does seem like that. Okay, I got one uh, overseas out of Sri Lanka. Police in Sri Lanka on Thursday, had to arrest the reigning Mrs. World for pulling the crown off the head of the winner of a Mrs. Sri Lanka beauty pageant and allegedly causing injuries. She was later released on bail. Caroline Jury, who won the Mrs. World 2020 competition, was accused of hurting Pushpika de Silva, who won the Mrs. Sri Lanka title, at a televised pageant held in Colombo on Sunday. Moments after De Silva won the title, Jury, who was also Sri Lankan, came up on stage and snatched the crown from her, saying she was ineligible because she was divorced. Jury then gave the crown to the first runner-up, declaring that she was the rightful winner. Mm -hmm. In a statement on her Facebook page, De Silva denied being divorced. She said, being apart is one thing, divorce is another thing. I'm still undivorced. <laughs> so I guess she's not with her husband, but she's not legally divorced. Wow. So the police spokesman said that the police got a complaint from De Silva that she suffered injuries when her crown was removed. Uh, so the woman who snatched the crown was arrested on Thursday, charged with simple hurt and criminal force and later released on bail. The two wow. women have been ordered to appear on, in court on April 19th. Wow. My, my, my. Fighting over the crown. All right. That's my weird news. Okay. Uh, let's see. What's your weird news, Papa Didi? I got a Cincinnati Police Pro reported a sighting of uh, loose monkeys. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, police in Cincinnati said they were uh probing multiple reports of uh five loose monkeys on the west side of the city, but have not yet uh, confirmed their presence. 
residents said that they uh, spotted five monkeys swinging from trees in St. <laughs> Joseph Cemetery. Wait a minute, in the cemetery? In the East Prince Hill area, what? Wednesday night. And this is Cincinnati now. Wow. And one witness captured video that appeared to show animals in a tree, but police said that the footage is not clear enough to confirm that the animals were monkeys. Cincinnati what? police responded to the cemetery what? Wednesday night but did not encounter any monkeys, officials said. The Cincinnati Zoo said all the monkeys are present and accounted for, but the facility would assist police in searching for the primates if the presence in the city was uh, confirmed. All right, there's not much we can do until uh, be a confirmed uh, sighting of, said Cincinnati Police David Orman, the, uh, the zoo's director for animal science and strategy, told the uh, TV station. Police said that they're... If they're these monkeys are loose, they like to escape from a private collection. Mm. But no one has contacted police to report that these exotic primates are missing. Police, police officials said that everyone who's anyone that spots monkeys in Cincinnati should keep a safe distance from the animals and contact the department. So they didn't find the monkeys. And well, said that is, I guess uh, if somebody uh, had privately owned monkeys, they know that they're probably not legal. So it's not like you're going to call and say, hey, my illegal monkeys are on the loose. Wow. Can somebody help me round them up? I heard it all. Mm, mm, mm. Well, well, well. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments we were talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1. Also, I want to add that you can find Pajama Party, no clothes allowed, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and also Apple Music. All right. Yep. Woo woo. Right now. And just about anywhere you get your favorite podcast. All right. All right. I'm ready for I'm just saying. Oh, you ready. I'm ready to go. You take no break. Okay. Nope. I'm ready to go. We're ready to go. Here you go. Here we go, Red One. I'm just saying. All right. Oh, well, thank you, Papa. <laughs> That illustrious intro. What the <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> oh, I feel special. The trumpet, drum, the trumpet players took the night off, so I really feel Oh, I see. Okay, well, I'm just saying, you, Papa Didi, need to get your life. Uh-oh. Last Sunday night, I got to talk about Timberland and Swiss Beats versus Musical Battle that aired live on Instagram featuring the elements, earth, wind, and fire versus the Isley Brothers. If you missed this musical treat, I'm just saying you need to go get your life. Woo! To say it was epic is an understatement. This event was hosted by some people's favorite, Steve Harvey, who did a whole lot of talking, (laughs) a whole lot of talking, but it was worth it to get to what these beautiful, talented black men were serving up Sunday night. And I can tell you how sharp these brothers were. It was a blessing not only for our ears, but for our eyes as well, because these brothers were dressed to kill. I mean, dressed to the nines. I could have done without Steve puffing on that cigar, in the presence of people who sing for a living, Steve Harvey. I felt like that cigar was totally disrespectful, but 
I do believe by that time he lit up that cigar, Steve was probably five sheets in the wind. I mean, did I mention that the Versus Battles are sponsored by Ciroc? So there was plenty of Ciroc flowing for those who wanted some. So there's that. But I'm just saying, if you missed it, you need to go get your life. Now, they talked about the history of various songs, who wrote them, what was going on at the time, what motivated the song, etc. And while when they played the song, they had the tracks being played by the NAACP winner of the Entertainer of the Year, DJ D-Nice. He's back there spinning the hit. All these brothers did their thing and entertained. Over 400,000 people were on Instagram Live watching this. And that was just on that venue. Versus is also broadcast over a few other venues. I don't know which ones, but they're on other things as well. But I know there were more than, at one point, I think it was like 415,000 people that were on Instagram from 8 o'clock until 11 o'clock Sunday night. Now, um, they call them battles, but it really is not a battle. It's more of like a showcase for two different artists. So the way they did it is, uh, I think Earth, Wind & Fire may have started. I don't recall now who started but Earth, Wind & Fire would do a song, then the Osley Brothers would do a song. So it's kind of like in a battle format. And, of course, the people are writing stuff, posting online, saying, oh, okay, I think Earth, Wind & Fire took that round, or Osley Brothers took that round. So it's just entertaining to watch people's comments as it goes by. But let's just talk about Ron Osley for a second. Ron Osley is 79. His like completely gray beard. No, he's 79. Ron Osley is 79 years old. He had on a full-length type fur, had on his sunglasses, and he was looking like the original Mac Daddy up on that stage. He was so cool, uh, accompanied by his brother, Ernie Osley, who's been with him like from the beginning who plays guitar. Ernie Osley is the one that you see. He plays guitar with his teeth sometimes. He will play guitar behind his back. He's the one that plays that beautiful guitar solo on Summer Breeze, which they did do, and he was playing his guitar live. They were singing live over top of their own tracks. It was, if I sound like I'm hyped because I am, it was so good. If it was a meal, it would have been a tasty meal. Uh, they pulled out some of the older songs, like going way, way back. Earth, Wind, and Fire went way back to, like, uh, keep ahead to the sky. For those who know Earth, Wind, and Fire, that was, like, going way back to the beginning of their music. Isley Brothers went all the way back to Shout. You know that song, You Know You Make Me Want to Shout? They came out with that. Um, Fight the Power, Earth, Wind, and Fire, of course, did Reasons. They did That's the Way of the World. I mean, they just brought out all the good stuff. I felt like they just opened up the vault and let all the good stuff out. I think I must have danced for at least two hours. I worked myself up into a good sweat that night and got my workout. 
I got my whole life that night. It was so good. Oh, and the outfit changes. They took a little break about maybe midway through, and DJ Nice went on and played some music. And when they all came back, they were even sharper than they were before. It was crazy. Everybody, I'm telling you, it was like a daggone fashion show put to music. It was so good. And near the end, they were all singing songs together. It was nothing but love up there. It was beautiful. I did see that there is a condensed version of it out on YouTube. So if you miss it and you want to go get your life, go look it up on YouTube. Check it out. Versus Battle, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Asley Brothers. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, I got my whole life last Sunday night with that versus battle, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and the Isley Brothers, and I recommend you go get yours, too. That's all I'm saying. All right. Ooh. Ooh, that tastes good. Oh. Ooh, it was so good. Mm. I had to get a napkin and wipe my mouth. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. All right. I'm up? Yep. You're up, Papa Mm. D. Okay. Living for the city. Kick it back to you. All right, here we go. Now, I'm going going to critique what she said. Uh Uh-uh. All right? Uh Uh-uh. Don't you do it. Here's the deal. Being the fact that was Easter, okay, that shouldn't have came in as a versus thing. All right? Did you see it? Of course I saw it. I don't think that the Ozzy Brothers can verse Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know what I mean? I personally think it's two different genres of music. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's Black Soul, don't get me wrong. Earth, Wind, and Fire is the elements of the universe. Spiritual, you know? You know what I'm saying? What you saying, Papa Didi? <laughs> I just think that Earth, Wind, and Fire is the closest you can get to religion without going to religion. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. So what are you saying about the Isley Brothers? <laughs> Isley Brothers is just straight soul love songs that are just off the chain, straight up. And whenever you play a love song by Earth, Wind, and Fire, you're going to knock Earth, Wind, and Fire. When you play a love song... By the Ozzy Brothers, you're going to knock Earth, Wind, and Fire right out of the box every time. But that's not to say that Earth, Wind, and Fire can't come back with some spiritual stuff that'll make Ozzy Brothers look adolescent. That they just singing about some street corner love songs when Earth, Wind, and Fire comes back with some, you know, uh, true devotion, blessed all the children, or keep your head to the sky, or you know, some some heavy stuff. And they didn't even really get deep with a lot of heavy Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. They kept it respectful, like September and Let's Screw Tonight. But Earth, Wind, and Fire, they can get down, down and dirty with some spirit. They're all spiritual. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not. I don't want to take you off the soapbox. Don't get me wrong, Red One. <laughs> but I'm just saying that the verses of against Ozzy Brothers, Man, that could have been more generated by, um, I'm trying to think of a group that even has enough material to match the Ozzy Brothers. The Ozzy Brothers got their first song was Shout back in 1959. 
So you got to have a yeah, group. Yeah. So who can who can? Compare? I think you know a group that I think could have hung with 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 the Ozzy Brothers was the Ohio Players. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, I would agree with that. The Ohio Players. Okay. That way, when you came in with at your best, you are love. I Ohio Players could have came in with, you know. What, honey? It takes an L mm-hmm. and an O and a V and an E. Okay. It takes a U. You know what I mean? Okay. So you had to have a group that got that same right. that same level. Mm-hmm. You could have put Earth on the Fire against a group like Chicago or a group yeah, that has a more. Big roots with a big band. Big band, big, big group. Big horn section. Big horn section. has got, you know, just speaking about some heavy stuff, you know. Yeah, but Chicago's not in that soul category. No, don't say that. Peter Cetera got some serious songs out there. But, I mean, you, you anyway, that's your statement. I don't know if you know Peter Cetera. <laughs> I'm familiar. Peter Cetera is an unbelievable singer with Chicago, and he sings all this stuff, you know. But Chicago's not classified as a soul group. Them boys got a lot of soul. <laughs> yeah, not classified that way. Just saying. Uh-uh. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. Okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing my man Philip Bailey and and Verdeen White and and uh, and and, and uh, Ralph uh, the drummer. Mm-hmm. But I just think that that particular group, them two, I think our Ohio players would have been a better group. Even Rolls Royce could have messed with them a little bit for mm. a time for a little bit. Wow, I don't think they had. They would have team. Well, they would have team up with somebody. Earth Wind and Fire. It could have been. Rolls Royce yeah, and Lance Starr. You got to team up some folks yeah. to be able to go up against. Right. Uh, Rolls Royce and Lance Starr. I think Star. you were right when you said Ohio players. Oh, Ohio players got some smokers out there. Okay. Skin tight. Wow. I don't want to be alone. Hmm. Sweet sticky thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm telling my age. Okay. That's all, all right. I got well, on thank that. you, Papa Diddy. All right. We're going out to the West Coast. Take a little CC. Yeah, take a CC. Yeah, take a little CC. All right. We'll do that. And then we'll come back with Kettle and the Hollywood Report on the other side of the break. Right. No. It's Friday night. So run and tell somebody that the pajama party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation. Or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show.
All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to go out to Hollywood. All right. Come on, Papa. pa 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 Hollywood. Let's yeah. put it out there. There it is. All right, all right. I know you guys haven't heard this name for a while. Star Trek and Reading Rainbows, LeVar Burton wants to host a Jeopardy. Ooh, I like that. Since the passing of Alex Trebek, many have wondered who the next host of Jeopardy will be. While many fans have already been campaigning for Star Trek and Reading Rainbows, LeVar Burton to take up the legendary role. Burton himself has now officially shared in this interest. Um, Somebody started a petition online Change.org to make LeVar Burton the next host of Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. 170,000 people have chimed in. I was like, okay. I need to go sign that petition. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. He said one of the biggest supporters of the idea has become the Burton himself. <laughs> I mean, to me, he has the credentials. Why not? Yeah, yeah I said that a long time ago. You know, um, he's he's been doing um the Reading Rainbow for a long time. He was Kuta Kente. He was, I mean, hey, Jordy LaForge. He's been with PBS. Next Generation. He's yeah. been doing situation, you know, uh, literature for years. Right, yeah. And he was, um, what, on The Next Generation, your show. Jordy LaForge. Uh-huh. So it's time. Thin glasses. Uh, yeah, he had the visor. I, I, I say let's do it. Why not? Why not? Yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, also, I haven't heard from Jamie Foxx in a while. Uh, he has a new sitcom called Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me. It's about a single dad who, um, a single dad and cosmetics brand owner figures out fatherhood on the fly when his strong-minded teen daughter moves in with him. So it's kind of, quote-unquote, loosely based on his life, too, with, his, uh, you know, his daughter. Um, oh, Okay. So, uh, Dad, uh, stop embarrassing me. That was like I, I hadn't heard of that one. Haven't heard from uh, Jamie Foxx in a while. So, right. Uh, Simone Biles. Biles has been dating Houston Texan safety uh, Jonathan Owens. The couple made their romance Instagram official August 2020. In the beginning of the quarantine, it was really, really hard because me and my family are tight knit. And my parents wouldn't let me over um, to their house for months. This was Simone Biles said, but she's been um, supporting her um, uh, NFL boyfriend for a while. Supporting? Yeah, not supporting in that way. I mean, as oh. far as going to the games and stuff like that. Uh, he he got his own money. Yeah, <laughs> about to check her. No, he got his own money. Also, Serena Williams and daughter, she is three already. Her name is Olympia. She is the cutest thing. Um, tries her mom's shoes um, in a Stuart Weitzman ad. Um, oh. So she's, she's doing commercials? Yeah. She's doing her thing already. The tennis okay. superstar who was named the global spokeswoman for the uh, Celeb Love Footwear and Accessories brand, Stuart Weitzman. They, uh, back in May, is joined by her three-year-old daughter, Olympia. Okay, now. I said, I ain't mad at her. Do your thing. Keep that money in the family. They are the cutest thing. Uh-huh. Also, Shaquille O'Neal is in the news. 
he was at a Zales uh, jewelry store. He overheard a customer um, saying he needed to pay on his layaway for his um, diamond ring for his girl. He decided to go ahead and give him the black card and uh, pay for his diamond ring. Oh, that, that was sweet. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Shaq with the big heart. Yeah. He also um, bought ten pairs of shoes, size thirteen, for a young man. Also, uh, I was like, okay, Shaq doing his thing. I ain't mad at him. That's nice. Do your thing. Yep. If you got the money, why not? I mean, shit. yeah, why not? Yeah, he can write that off. Mm-hmm. Also, um, earlier I did hear Prince. Prince's Welcome to America, an unleashed album, is due out in July. Right before 4th of July, I guess. The uh, politically minded, never before heard 2010 album will be the first complete project released from Prince's stored vault. Now, he has a vault downstairs. I'm quite sure you know Red Wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know where the vault is. I bet you too. <laughs> uh-huh. You probably have the key for the vault. I'm not saying. Okay. All right. And last but not least, rapper, unfortunately, DMX, he died. He's, he was 50 years old. He was on life support uh, for about a week. Um, the family said he um, had a heart attack. And uh, our prayers go out to his um, family. So, uh you know, DMX, he had a lot of um, hits and everything. And he was on uh, the Ayana Benzot show. He was, she, she was trying to help him get some help. But um, I think he just wanted to do it, his hit, do things his way. He just, uh, you know, got ten babies and it, it, I don't know, he just had a lot going on. Yeah. Ten children? Really? Children. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, may he rest rest in heavenly music peace. DMX. All right. He was only fifty. I thought he was older than that for some reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was only fifty. That's the Hollywood rap up. Okay. All right. All right. What we got going on, Papa? Well, well we got the kissing list, which is always. Uh, Volatile every week for all the people that will definitely do that thing and do something crazy. And the main one I'm going to go in is that Congressman Getz or what's the name? Geets, Geets, Goots, Getz. I think that's it. Matt Young Hotshot. He cut his hair too. He don't have that greasy look with the moose in it no more. <laughs> He's got a regular respectful haircut. Oh, Lord. Spooled as ever, raising a picket fence. He's on the community. Oh, please. He's okay. a mess. He's a mess. Mm-hmm. Can right. I, oh, I just wanted to add Wayne LaPierce, who was supposed to be running the National Rifle Association. He went and put the organization in bankruptcy, filed mm-hmm. it and everything without informing all the other people that are on the board and whatnot. And I'm adding the National Rifle Association itself. He must have the power to do it because he couldn't do it if he had the power. He must have it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Trump advised him to do that Mm -hmm. because Trump done did it four or five times. I don't know. Who else we got? You already said Matt Gates. Trump. Trump. Mm -hmm. Somebody else. Roger Goodell. Oh, Roger Goodell. Mm -hmm. 
Did we have anybody else? I've heard some crap lately. What's going on with him? Yeah, that's true. After that whole thing with that massage, they nipped that down and boy. He went and crawled in a hole somewhere. Yeah, he did. And them girls was accusing oh boy that massage. They need to come forth and put themselves on 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 front street. Oh. And I don't have the details, but there was a situation in Los Angeles or a suburb of Los Angeles, a place called Manhattan Beach, mm-hmm. where oh. they, where the city, I guess, took the land from a black family that owned it, mm-hmm. that bought it back in, was it 1920? Mm-hmm. I believe it was 1920. They bought that land, and then the city went and took it from them, claiming eminent domain. Mm-hmm. And now there are some in the city that want to try to restore the lost wealth of that family that they would have gained because now the houses in that area are selling for up to $20 million. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But that black family is not seeing any of the benefit of that. Right. It but was- there are those in the city, I think the mayor or something, was saying there's not really anything we can do, yada, yada. Like, yeah, right. She's white, of course. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I realize that the people living now were not the ones that did it, right. but the the ones who did and the people who have benefited from it, mm-hmm. all of y'all are on the kiss it list. Yeah, it's uh, Bruce's Beach. Yeah, that's uh, it. Uh-huh. South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, Lindsey Graham. He's always on yeah. there. Yeah, he should just have a permanent spot on there. Uh-huh. All right. We have anybody else for this week? Mm-mm. That's it? I think that's it. That's more than enough. Okay. Well, we got a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. And here Kiss it is. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Uh, welcome back to the John Party One Hills Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Um, Swad, darling. Well, it's time for the last word. Last word. I have to wrap it up. Well. DMX going in the background. Can we get DMX, please? Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Get him in. All right, what's your last word, Papa Diddy? My last word is uh, God bless the two. Uh, people that we know of that passed away today, DMX and uh, Prince Philip. Like I said, both of them at a milestone age, 99 and 50. And, uh, you know, God bless his soul. That's his family and everybody concerned. Because that's grandpapa, you know, 99 years old. Nobody hated him. That's a whole other group. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. And uh, DMX, I'm sure he, he's got a lot of fans, a lot of loved ones that are really mourning him tonight. So God bless his family and his people. Mm-hmm. And I would just echo what Papa Didi said. Our sympathies are with DMX's family and Prince, Prince Philip and the royal family. I don't really know them, but I still feel bad when people lose a loved one. So, But I just want to say on another note, please keep your mask on and socially distance and wash your hands. We have got to get through this thing. If people keep on just doing what they want to do, I don't know if we're ever going to get through this. We cannot keep running through the same cycle over and over. It's going to take everyone's cooperation to get to the other side of this pandemic. So let's all work together. What's your last word, Cattle? Mm. Boy, y'all hitting some good subjects there. Mm. Um, my last word is um, live life. I mean, some of us, I think we just stay so wrapped up in what's going on, um, especially this George Floyd case. Um, people just wrapped up in that particular case, I understand, but you can't continue to watch that over and over again because your mind will just be like, enough is enough, and you'll get pissed off and ready to kick some ass out there, but you can't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sounding like Papa Didi now, shit. <laughs> but... Yeah, um, don't do it. I mean, it's almost like, you know, when uh, African-Americans watch Roots, we're ready to kick some ass in. <laughs> you better not run into no white person, but that was it. But I'm saying we hopefully things will go right with this uh, George Floyd case, and um, I just hope and pray that uh, things go the way it, God wanted to go. He's he going to take it his way, but uh, we have to understand um, his way, and we can't riot and do all that other stuff. I mean, people do stuff out of anger, but that's not his way. That's not what he wants us to do. So, Amen. Let's just see what's going to happen. Just live life to the fullest. Um, and just uh, keep listening to the pajama party on hey, Friday yeah. night. <laughs> I want to do reiterate that we are on iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, uh, Google Podcast and also Apple Music. So, any of those entities, you can download the app and you can listen to us anytime, That's anywhere. Right. So, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. So. Let's... All right. And on that note, we're gonna say good night and get on out of here until next Friday. Yeah. We'll do it all over again. Yeah. What'd you say, Papa Didi? Good night, everybody. What'd you say, Cattle? Good night. Good night. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate that. All right. And shout out to the card party folks. <laughs> they know who they are. Yeah, yeah. We'll catch you another time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, if you listen on, on these different entities I just mentioned, thanks for listening to us. Uh, we appreciate you. So We do. All right. All right. We'll see you next Friday night. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck.
Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.